Welcome to Let's Chit Chat, sis. I'm your girl, Kimmy, and we're back on the porch today with Ramel, Chauncey, Keisha, and our co-host, CG. How are you today? Everything's good. 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 How's, good. how's the week going for everybody? So far, so good. Y'all sound a Busy little quiet. Good. You said what, Keisha? Busy, but good. Oh, well, at least it's good. Because it could be busy and bad. So <laughs> we on this side of glory, so it's good. Yeah. I said this we'll to somebody it. in the supermarket today, Chauncey. Actually, long as we on above the dirt, we doing good. So that's how I actually feel today. I was in the in the um in the commissary today. I was like, you know what? It was kind of crazy up in there. I'll just leave that at that. But long as we above, <laughs> long we above the uh, the the dirt, as, we doing good. As people, as people used to say, it's better to be seen than viewed. Oh, that's a good mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. So yeah, Keisha, you so seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always worry about like Mel because you know. We all have our trying days, but Mel, she be in the thick of it. So how's it going for you, Mel? So good. Today is my day off. I have been awake now 25, 26 hours. Oh my goodness. Wow. Six hours. It's a bag right here that's got its own zip code under the back. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's going to make sure after this you get some rest. So you rest I am. That, I, rest I, I am. Because I got to go right back to it tomorrow night. She, okay. She she on a her body on the timer because I'm telling you I would be sleep all day off all the way to the moment I have to take my shower and walk <laughs> out the out the door because sleep is is very uh, pleasurable for me. Um, and the older I get, I don't know about y'all. The older I get, I cherish sleep. I mean, oh, yeah. somebody yeah. told me today they got two hours of sleep, and I was like. I don't really want to talk to you because, you know, that makes me feel anxious <laughs> just to hear you only get two hours of sleep. Because I remember those days, you know, they, they actually have young children. I remember those days and I don't even want to be around people that get two hours of sleep because I feel anxious and I feel like I need to take medication or drugs or some shit because I just, <laughs> you know, I don't want to even think that about was, those days. That was me on the West Coast a few weeks ago. So my circadian rhythm was completely off because mm. I'm already three hours behind, but uh-uh. then I was working from there. So uh-uh. then I was working and back still on back home time. And yeah, uh-huh. it was just a lot. So yeah, I can't take I it. totally get it, Mel. So you make sure you get some rest and you take care of that body. Okay. Definitely. Yes. I'm definitely going to do that. Absolutely. Sure. Right after the show. Right after right this show, you right go, go lay down. And that just leads us into, you know, the show tonight because our show is about Dave Chappelle because, you know, he's a hot, he's not even a hot topic. He is like on fire right now. <laughs> and, you know, actually, I don't know when you guys looked at The Closer on Netflix, but I actually looked at The Closer one of my late night, because I'm a late night creeper. You know, um, my husband goes to bed at eight o'clock. He doesn't care. He runs in our room. He takes a shower <laughs> and like he does it. Keisha has been, you know, here and you know, he does the same thing. Doesn't he? Keisha quit. He's not going to care if a typhoon rolls through our room. He always says, <laughs> you, cr- you, you crazy Kim. Cause you always got to do all these little things at night. I talk to my cat and then I sing to my cat at night. And he was like, shh, stop that noise. But <laughs> I, he, I, I was like, what in the world is going on? Because I just kind of creep. What Dave 
Chappelle was saying. I said, let me rewind this. And then I just stopped what I was doing. I said, okay, this was stop what you're doing worthy. You know, because sometimes, you know, you could be in another room, you'd be listening, you know, one of those um, passive listening things. I stopped what I was doing. I've told my cat, get off and stop begging me for a treat. And I was sitting there looking like, wow. So see, I'm that way whenever he's on. So I, I am a Dave Chappelle, Chappelle fan, especially after the Chappelle show, because mm-hmm. I feel like he's always like this geopolitical type of comedian, which I kind of get. So it's something that you have to really sit down and listen to that you can't listen to in passing um, or you miss what it is that he's trying to say. And being that he's a Virgo like myself, then I also know I have to hear what he is saying so that I get what he's saying. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I totally feel you. And uh, this was the last of several um, specials that he's had with Netflix. And as usual, he, he, he punched some butt- buttons as he does. That's what he does. Well, I I I uh, I will say this. Um, I think about the relationship with Dave Chappelle going all the way back to damn near the Nutty Nutty Professor, or all that. You know, I love <laughs> Dave Chappelle. I I even um, had a conversation with Chauncey about Dave Chappelle, even when Dave Chappelle's mental stability was in question. You know, um, because I think we take for granted what a person may be going through. I love Dave Chappelle, and I've seen all of um, his specials um, mm. on Netflix, HBO. I've seen all of his specials. Um, but this special kind of hit a different accord. You know what I mean? It hit a different accord, and, and I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to roll on over to CG, and then we can roll around. This hit a different accord because I don't know how you guys feel, but um, I don't have anything against... Trans, homo, um, sexual people—I mean, anybody with an alternate alternate lifestyle—none. I don't really care. I, I will say that I have no qualms with you whatsoever. And when he started talking about he was actually jealous, I kind of could feel him. I'm jealous too. You know why I'm jealous? Because mm-hmm. I'm jealous because I feel like um, I don't even want to be in the category of like a woman. Because I feel like the category of a woman and a black woman, that's like a, um, can we get like a A minus one minus zero subcategory person? You see what I'm saying? And when I say this, like, this is like the, the below fucked up person. You know what I mean? You got to scrounge for every little morsel. And when I say the they're fighting hard. Hell, we've been fighting for nine thousand years. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and and I'm like, I feel like you know what? Their fight has got on here. You don't know, remember the Roadrunner and, and um, who who the Roadrunner always passed? Wiley Coyote. Hell, we Wiley Coyote. We just still sitting there. Robert BB passing us constantly. Is everybody going to keep passing us? And our fight is never looked at. So, I mean, I looked at it in that way. So, CG, what did you think about it? You know, um, I've always considered myself an ally uh, towards LGBT. Oh, 
crap, there's something going on. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I've always considered myself an ally, and it's gotten to the point right now where I don't know how to advocate for them anymore. Um, it's I, I don't understand transphobia. I don't understand what it means because it seems like when it comes to a lot of this stuff within within this community, it's on a sliding scale. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with like like I heard like trans like with transphobic now, it's like you know me living a heteronormal lifestyle, if I don't want to date a trans woman, then that makes me fall underneath transphobic now. And I don't, I don't understand it no more. I mean, it's not, and I thought it was just, maybe it was me, but I had a friend who I was in the military with who, who was gay during the time that, you know, don't ask, don't tell you, but we did what we had to, to, you know, cover his back and everything. And even he's had an issue with this as well. So I'm just not sure how to be an ally anymore because it just seems like my existence in general is just offensive. So I don't know what to do no more. I really don't. None of this stuff makes sense to me anymore. It's it's and you can't even question it because it's like, like I said, you fall into that transphobia um, umbrella. But it's like everyday things are come things are new. I mean, we've gotten to the point where people aren't even identifying as human. And if I call you out about it and I ask you about it, then I'm transphobic. So, like, what are we really advocating for at this point? Because if we're just making stuff up as we go, then, like, like where do we end? Where, where does this end? And am I allowed to even ask where it ends? Like, I mean, I, I guess that's where I'm at. I don't know what to do anymore. I really don't. I'm, I'm lost and I'm confused. I agree. Mel? Yeah. I'm just trying. I, I watched the episode of The Closer, and I don't know what the fuck everybody's mad about. Dave Chappelle is Dave Chappelle. This is not new shit he's saying. Absolutely, this is the same shit he's been saying. So somebody has to explain to me why people are mad. What did he say? Because he said a lot of shit that could offend a lot of different people, but it's not new. <laughs> what did he say that he's pissing somebody off? That's new. Well, maybe the part when he—maybe one of the parts when he said that if you were a slave, you could uh, put on some booty shorts and (laughs) baby (laughs) oil. Baby oil. Maybe that would have been done. We got out of slavery a little faster. Maybe that would offend us, but we most of us are not offended. So you know, I don't know. So um, Keisha. All, when I was watching, all I could think about, even though he was talking about other communities, he was really making an observation of how far and how far their um, their plight is going, how far they have come to get noticed, to get recognized, to get mm-hmm. rights on different things, and how we still not. So everything that I was listening to about that community, I was really, it was really about us and our community and how far we are not. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got out of the, the whole Dave Chappelle. That's um, what I got too, Keisha. I got that. That's what I got too. And, so I'm like um, and I loved it. I me loved too. It. it was it was funny, it was poignant, it was it was on point. Um like I didn't understand the, the booty short thing that kind of <laughs> it up. But then I but then now I do, but you know, everything else was on point. And that's the only thing that I got out of that was how far we, he was really making an observation about ourselves and how sometimes when we, I think it was one, he was in the, he was talking to someone mm-hmm. and that person, they were having a conflict and see the first, the person used their 
transgender or whatever that was. And then when he was tied to call the police, he decided to be other and not that. So how can I compete with, with against mm-hmm. transition and then uh, being Caucasian? And then I'm just I'm just black. Mm-hmm. And I know what's going to happen when you come to me, when the police comes to me. So that's two things above me that I am not. That's, mm-hmm. that's all I got out of the whole episode. So, okay. So, Chauncey, um, go ahead. So, um, you know, you and I spoke before. Mm-hmm. And what it reminded me of was um, just what Keisha said, where we're not. Mm-hmm. As, as a people. Mm-hmm. And um, what CG said about being an ally, you know, or an advocate to that, to that community, right? So, but it's like you almost still can't have human feelings and admit them um, without, be, without, without it being held against you, mm-hmm. depending on the circles that you travel in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me, as a believer, I just think of, and I'll always go back to Jesus's two commandments, love the Lord thy God with all your heart and then love your neighbor as yourself. So it really don't matter what community you in. I'm not judging you because I'm not trying to be judged. So if I don't get the pronouns right, then it should be okay because I'm still not judging you. It's not about me having to, to get it exactly right because then who who is the ultimate decision maker as to what's accurately correct. I remember my grandmother many years ago and Kimmy, you know, my, you knew my grandmother. Mm -hmm. So you knew how Southern she was, how black and white she was about everything. Mm -hmm. There weren't a whole lot of shades of gray. Mm -hmm. So um, you couldn't call her black because she still considered herself to be Negro. She was born in 1913, 1914. Um, And um, she didn't know where African-American came from. So she was like, well, where was that meeting and who decided that we was (laughs) African-American? (laughs) <laughs> you know, so it, it it sounds simple, right? But then at the same time, yeah, who 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 gets to decide? Who makes the decision? And then what is transphobic? Transphobic is if I don't agree with you, then I'm transphobic. Um, we can't be of different mindsets. And you know what I mean? So I can't think for myself. I have to think like everyone else. I resent that. And so then, therefore, it makes me angry, not at the people, but at the movement Mm -hmm. sometimes. Right. Mm -hmm. And when they talk about the the coalition between Me Too and and things like that, and then they still don't get it. Right. Because, yeah, you come back later and you say Tarana Burke was the creator of the Me Too movement, but. Y'all hijacked it and made it something completely different. And it was an afterthought when you came back and said, oh, well, actually, she was the one that started it. She started it for us. But then you hijacked it and it became something else. And again, in his specials, he was talking about that. He was making that point. And he was talking about the points that he made about Harvey Weinstein and, and, and those men and how you had to be careful, right? I used to say the same Right. With the women's movement and comparing, you know, Sojourner Truth with the suffrage Mm -hmm. movement and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. We forget all of that because that part's not in the history books. But what I appreciated mostly about him was there were some things that, especially when it came to us, he said, go look it up. Read your history books. Like as a comedian on stage, 
it's not his responsibility for us to have our complete social, um, you know, economical uh, education from him in a one hour set up on stage. Mm-hmm. You got to go do your research. But people listen to sound bites. They listen to bits and pieces and they don't go and listen to the whole thing. Don't put it in context. And then you have this whole big blow up about everything that's happened and everything that's occurred when you don't even know what you're talking about, really. So let me ask a question. And I'm going to point this out to everybody. Who's mad? Who's mad? Who's mad? The way that they... The way that they say it, it's the LGBTQ community. So why are they mad? If I could tell you, I'm not in that community. Because I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to answer question. Because usually you gotta have some reason why your ass is mad. So what? What? Let Let's define why they are mad at Dave Chappelle. Why are they mad? I don't feel like it's representative of the whole community, though, because I've I've spoken with a friend about this and with a gay friend about this and it's not everybody. I feel like, you know, the media really tries to paint this whole, I I, I, I don't know. Cause I, I don't know. I don't, I know people in this community, but I don't know anybody who's like Dave Chappelle needs to get canceled. He needs to, needs to get canceled. I don't know. Oh, I was telling you about the gay dude. I was telling you, he, he's had this issue as well with the trans woman. I mean, I, he's gay and he's had an issue with trans, a trans man telling him, yo, you're transphobic. For not considering me for dating, so I don't. I don't think this is a entire LGBT issue. Um, I, I, then again, like I said, I'm not part of the community as well. But to, to just say that everybody has an issue with it, I, I just I really don't see it. Um, like like I said, there's there's a lot. There. I guess I need to learn. I guess I need to learn more. Well, I don't, I don't think I don't think, I think you, need you, need you need to learn more. I don't think yeah, you need think to learn more. Right. Go ahead, Sassy. No, I was just going to say, I think it's doing what it's supposed to do, right? It's, we're talking about it. At the end of the day, we're having a conversation about it. And so depending on, again, the circles that you travel in, the conversation that you have might produce something. Because he brought up an acronym in in his oh, yeah. his thing, the TERF acronym, Earth. talking about uh-huh. J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. And I must admit that when he explained what it is, I'd never seen the acronyms before. I've heard the explanation before, but mm-hmm. I didn't know that there was an acronym for it. God mm-hmm. help me. But <laughs> that was me. That's me. Like, can I just be a black woman first? I don't know if I'm right for saying that. I don't know if that's politically correct for saying that. But like, dang. I just want people to get out can, their can damn feelings. Get, That's what I want them we, to do. Can we just get some love for a minute? I mean, as they say, I know you 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 want our magic, but like, dang. <laughs> I, I think I think this I think it goes deeper. I think it goes deeper. Like, oh I'm um okay, I, I don't want anybody to miss something. Mel, you got something you gotta say? I just want to know where's the lie in anything that he said on the show yeah i'm just trying to be say mad at really? him, you got to point out the lie point it out so then yeah. uh, maybe we can get on your team but that they, they couldn't cancel him because there was no lie in what he said he yeah, uses yeah. his stand-up as, as an educational opportunity and I, I find a lot of truth in what he says and you're not going to cancel nobody anyway because guess what because soon as somebody turned the knob off here Everybody ran over to Netflix to see what the hell was going on, and and yeah. to see what it. And they're not gonna lose no loot 
I don't care how you say it, because there's a whole series over there. You can't cancel. You can't cancel someone who does not care. Absolutely, he (laughs) cares none what you say. He say, "I'm not gonna do this for a while because you know." be canceled but he can't he won't be bullied he stands in his I think that that's the difference that's a good one stands in his truth and he does not care and I don't think that it's not that he doesn't care I think that like you said he can't be bullied because what he said at the very end was I'm not going to talk about this again until mm-hmm. we all can come to the table and, and realize that we're at the same place. And so I, I think that that, Keisha, is, is a very good point that you made. He's standing in his truth. He's being true to his comedy. He's being true to his art. And I think that I wish there was another name. And if there is, I don't know it for the type of comedian that he is. But everyone can't do what he does. Well, I that's think what I want to every com- every comedian can't pull no, off right. what he did. They don't have the capability. They don't have the knowledge. They don't have the education. They don't have the savvy to be able to do it. And so there are very few within you know his realm, even past and present. And it goes back to what I used to say about comedians that come on stage and then all they do is cuss, right? Because the cussing is their particular punchline. But they think that they're emulating somebody like a Richard Pryor. And just because that's all they heard was the cussing, right? But Richard Pryor did more than just cuss. And so he used his mind. And so, but the cussing came at the right time in the story so that it made a point to the story that he was telling you. But then you just get Joe Schmo that come up on stage and it's just, you know, lick this, suck that, F this, F that. And to me, it ain't funny. But I think, that, I think that I think that Dave Chappelle reminds me a lot of what um, Muhammad Ali did. You have to be willing to let people know that there is nothing I'm willing to give up or lose that you cannot that I cannot replace. Because yeah, absolutely, you got to think about Dave. Think about it. <laughs> is that the truth, CG? Because Dave Chappelle went dark. For a long, long time, you have to be willing to let people know. Let people know. And Mm -hmm. guess what? If we think of us as a people, we got a whole bunch of goddamn people out here that don't do that. If you wishy-washy and you don't stand, if we all stood our ground, then maybe we can be a force to be reckoned with. That's a force to be reckoned with. That states a lot. That states a lot. If you say... I cannot be bored, borrowed, bartered, or anything else, or bullshitted. I'm not going for it. And that, like he said, when you when he closed, that sealed the deal. You can't come back to me with a deal or a, a maybe. Nothing. It's going to be what it's going to be. And then next time we meet, this is what it's going to be. It's no ifs in it. And that changes the narrative. That changes the narrative all the way around. Because right. guess what? If I lose, guess what? I don't care because what you think you're going to do to me is nothing. It's nothing. You can't steal mm-hmm. my soul. You can't steal my soul. I'm still giving you what I'm still giving it to you raw. If you want somebody to kiki with you, go get like the people you said, uh, Chauncey. Want to talk about curse, lick your ass, or whatever. Get those mm-hmm. kind of people. 
But if you want right. to get some facts, think why people love people like Richard Pryor because they came with a real message or a story that came behind it. People that have something that's coming behind it, they really can go. Go ahead, Mel. Say though, I, I don't knock those comedians who curse and lick and whatever. I don't either. There's a there's a space for that. It is. Which right. also right. makes Dave Chappelle even look look even better mm-hmm. because you know, he does something different. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not going to say also that there are not other comedians that are out there that are capable of doing it. I just don't think they have the platform and they haven't had the cojones to walk away for $50 million That's it. that give them the credibility to be able to do what Dave Chappelle has done. Yeah. So I think that's the difference because I think there are people out there. They just don't have the same um, abilities yeah or they do it in a different way so a chris yeah. rock did it in a different way he has the same he has the same backing he has the same following but he did it in a different way right so i yeah. totally agree with you there yeah Go i now. like comedians See, like i even like people like paul mooney he's he used to educate mm-hmm. oh yeah his, for sure he cursed a whole hell of a lot too but remember what he said when he was in a room with them, they hung out together. So like-minded people were together and they mm-hmm. shared what they knew and he learned from, from the best. And here's a kid that's been doing it since he was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. So this is not just a, a fly by night. It was just not, it didn't just fall into his lap. And so he's cultivated this career over 30 years. And so, and, and we are seeing the fruits of that. So I, I, agree. I love his attitude. I love it. I love it. Yeah. CG, what you used to feel? Um, I mean, Dave really set it up so that he could have this conversation. I think with a lot of social issues, we don't really have honest conversations. We get really, we get tunnel vision mm-hmm. on one aspect. Like, and I'm not saying transphobia is not a real thing, but in this aspect, when you're just throwing it around just to, um, I guess just to diss him, you know, get him off his platform. I mean, I think he set it up really well when he when he brought up the fact that he was a feminist and he, you know, he identified the definition of it mm-hmm. and also saying that, hey, I am an advocate. I put $50 million on the table and I've been active in this. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> I mean, I, I just don't know what where we're supposed to go after this or what we're supposed to talk at talk about i mean if somebody like dave Chappelle, who's actually put money on the table and has actually been part of the you know part of the movement on the ground level has made it known that like hey if you guys want to throw around this this word you know feminism or whatever you want to say hey i'm equal and i identify under that underneath that then why doesn't my my voice carry the same weight why should i be canceled for this you know for this reason if i have actual questions you know concerns about the way this is going so I, I just think that, you know, with a lot of social issues, like it's very important that we we get a, a both perspectives on everything, because if we're only focusing on one narrative, we're not having an honest conversation. It's not going to go anywhere. I agree. Exactly. I agree. Yeah, it's totally. And he's a skilled comedic surgeon. Right. When you look at it and you think about a surgeon and how he has to cut intricately and in a certain spot or whatever, when it comes to his comedy, that's what he does, right? And so it is about listening. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And it it also goes to show that he said to us, I went back and rewatched my own specials, right? Mm -hmm. I went back and, and looked at my material again and I never said anything. I didn't do anything. 
I made observations, but I never accused anybody of anything. And I, you know, or when he talks about his early career and there were some things that he said or whatever, but when he knew better, he did better. So then what do you want? You, you want blood? What else is the expectation that we have? And, and again, just because I say the name in my routine, then now everybody's waiting to hear what it is that I'm going to say. And like CG just brought up, what does equal mean? Equal means that if you were equal punching bag, we really shouldn't have no problem, right? And if you're worried about what kids are going to think, should your kids be watching it anyway, right? So where are you at to make sure they shouldn't be watching something inappropriate? It, it just, there is no ending in the words of CG. There is no ending to it. So then what do we do? How do we do it? And what's the best way um, to go about it? And I, I just feel like what Mel said, I don't feel like he did anything wrong. So then what's the uproar? But people wanted statistics and they wanted numbers. Well, to me, if you need statistics and numbers, go walk a, watch a documentary. You're not watching a stand-up special. That's not what it's for. Well, I will say this much. You know, this leads into something. I'm going to wrap this up. Um, in the last couple of years, I, I've, and this is just my opinion, and I'll just put it out there. In the last couple of years, you know, I try to, to look at, you know, how I vote and um, why I vote the way I vote for the betterment of, you know, my kids and what my, hopefully my, when my children have children, I mean, so on and so on. Um, and, and, and it may not um, lead to what people think. And I'm saying this because um, we have these separate parties right now. And I'm, I'm not going to mention, I'm just going to put this out here. We have these separate parties right now. And it's so um, polarized. I'll just say that. It's so polarized. And they pick and choose, you know, how um, the narrative is actually going to go. So if you're super, super liberal right now and you're rah-rah for trans people and, and the um, the um, trans agenda or to, um, being um transsexual or all these different titles and like I said in the beginning I have nothing against that um but we can't even get a law passed for lynching lynching we can't get a law passed for lynching but they're super liberal you know what I mean because they want to show how supportive they are um I have to I have to question you know how liberal are you you, you, I, I'm, there, I'm able to, I'm able to die. You know what I mean? Cause you know, I, I'm a person that I'm a person of color. You know what I mean? My mom is not just all black. You, you see what I'm saying? Everybody knows that here. And my dad is what's damn near black as the street. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, Mel, you know that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, Mr. Nate. <laughs> so when we think about all of this, we are all sitting here and we have all things running through us. You know what I mean? But where's our liberal agenda? You see what I'm saying? And that's what Dave, Dave Chappelle is saying. That's what he is saying. You know what I mean? Really? And it doesn't even have to be liberal. Just where are you thinking about me? But I'm just making a point about why when we just think about them, they want to raise the flag about their, how they are so open-minded about 
what the changes is. But we can't even start from the beginning of the marker about us. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, they could they couldn't understand why we was upset about Rachel Dolezal. Exactly. See, with them, that, that went right under the That road. went under the with bus us, and we threw her under there and chopped her up in five thousand pieces too. But you know, it's 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 not um it's not a good idea to say you're super liberal about a trans person, but you don't mind sitting here saying, I can't make up my mind if you should die or not. You know what I mean? Because I don't know if you are even a person. Because that hasn't been taken out the Constitution. Y'all do know that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? So we, we we have to think about like what he is saying. You know, like, um, I don't know which one of you said that. It's not Dave Chappelle's responsibility to teach our kids. But it's also not his responsibility to say, hey, we got to start holding people accountable. If, you know, I, I'm not going to be sitting here saying, oh, um, I'm mad at Dave Chappelle because, you know, he said this. I'm not mad at Dave Chappelle at all because guess what? My voice is not heard at all. My voice is not heard at all. And like he said, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little uh, upset. I'll say that much. I'm a little upset. I'm not upset at the transgender person. I'm just upset that I haven't got my chicken nuggets on the plate yet. How about that? When am I going to get my nuggets on the plate yet? It seemed like you got your nuggets and fries. I didn't even get any, you know? (laughs) So when am I going to get mine? How about that? So in closing, y'all, we all probably agree about that. We all agree that Dave Chappelle is bringing a point point across to say, hey, you know, he's not saying anything wrong. You know, there's lots of points that he made, but, you know, I'm not going to speak for everybody. I just spoke for myself. So in closing, speak about how you feel about this, because it goes deeper than what Dave Chappelle's um, closer episode was. Is actually just pulling off the scab and more to come because you know more is coming from this. So, CG, let's start with you. Oh, oh man, I would just say, what <laughs> Keisha, she froze. Keisha, you froze. Well, I would say that, um, I'm frozen. Everybody is frozen to me. No, no. Oh, my okay. internet is unstable. Yeah, uh, you're back. Yeah. I'm back. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would just say, um, just watch watch it. Uh, and if you um, miss the point, watch it again. Really mm-hmm. listen. Mm-hmm. And um, try to get some understanding. Maybe talk, have conversations uh, with people. Mm-hmm. And um, don't get offended. That's a good one. Don't get offended. Be the bigger I'm all for all the letters of the alphabet, LGBTQIA, getting, you know, everything they want and all the attention. But I did have a problem with them being so quick to want to cancel comedy. I mean, people can't laugh anymore. We got to make everything serious. You got to be offended by everything. This is, this is <laughs> I know, like, wow. Yeah. What the hell is that about? I so, mean, like, Wow. And I like seeing other comedians coming to Dave Chappelle's side yeah. publicly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They need to. Because guess what? If you don't come to his defense, 
your ass is next. Cause you see, exactly. you're next. You're on deck next. You're next. CG. I just think at this point, we're. I think we're getting at a point right now where it's time for the conversations to go both ways instead of, oh, you did something bad and now we're going to cancel you. I think we need to have actual dialogue instead of just that's it because it's 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 not fair and it doesn't make sense. And 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 if if I'm at a point right now where I'm like. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Like then it's time it's time for us to like really start having this dialogue both ways and not just you're racist, you're, you know, transphobic, you know, you're all these things and it's like but you're not giving me any you're not you're not bringing any context to the table other than just your 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 heart feelings. Like it's, it's it needs to be enough and and like you're saying, I mean Caitlyn Jenner was named woman of the year after, <laughs> after one year and you aren't even a fucking girl. And you know what I'm saying? Like, but we still have black, we still have black men and women. We still have black women. We're still celebrating achievements of black men and women who are the first in their career path. And you know, like, come on now. Like that was jacked up. I ain't, I'm going to say that like, myself. Like, like we can't have this conversation as minorities. Like you can't just shut me out completely because mm-hmm. we're not getting the same amount of support. Absolutely. So that's where I'm at. It's like we just need honest conversation yeah. and some clarity. Chauncey? Um, like I said, if I love my neighbor as I love myself, um, then let's not be so quick to um, correct. Let's not be so quick to change. I think that that's the other thing that that kind of gets me right these words that can't come up from out of nowhere that I didn't even know existed. And so then therefore I'm committing this sin that I don't even know is a sin. And so then therefore you're treating me what you feel is accordingly. But again, I didn't get the memo, mm-hmm. right? So if I didn't get the memo, hold, hold up, you know, slow your roll, back it up. And, um, I'm just not, um, like I said, if I'm treating you with respect and with kindness, then I just don't feel like um, I deserve to be um, hung out to dry, for lack of a better term. All right. Well, I think this was a great episode. You know, um, everybody made their point, you know, um, one, two, three, four, five in the box for Dave Chappelle. So. so we all rooted for him it's probably one of the rare episodes that everybody is on the same page you know you don't get that you don't get that often on the porch you see somebody going knock the railing off and say something different but you know tonight you know i think that's that's a that's a healthy start especially that all of us are um you know, people of color and we, we support him and that that's that's really good so um join us next wednesday for our next episode, um, join us on our social media page, Let's Chit Chat Sis. I'm your girl, Kimmy, and um, all my co-hosts. Thanks for being here. It's Shanti. Ramel. Keisha. Girls. All right, everybody have a good night. We'll see you next week. <laughs>